womanhood in itself is so diverse when it comes to what it is and it really just comes down to you your choices the decisions that you make and what you want out of life it doesn't mean that one thing or the other is any different This is Samantha Sangster, and this is the Modern Caribbean Woman Podcast. When I think about what it means to be a woman, or when I was younger and what it what it meant to me when I said that I was a young woman or I was a female teenager or I was a girl, those words had a very interesting meaning for me. And I would often describe myself as a tomboy. And even up to today, my boyfriend will still describe me as a tomboy. Now, of course, I tell him, I say, listen, The definition of womanhood is diverse and different and it doesn't just mean one thing. So as much as I love the idea or the notion of what it means to be a tomboy, really and truly, it's just a personality trait that goes with being human, right? Like that is how I I define it. That's That's just who I am. I like to do these fun outdoory things, but yeah, I still also like, to put on a nice dress from time to time and so describing what it means to be woman at least from my perspective is something that is a lot easier for me now versus when I was say 16 12 21 it's a lot different I also think back to the woman in my life you know makeup wasn't a common thing in my household my maternal grandmother the most I would see her do is put on some face powder and some lipstick when she was going to church or when she was going to a wedding my other granny I don't think I ever saw that lady put on anything other than soap on her face um I've never seen her moisturize her face I've never seen her put on lipstick or lip gloss maybe she did it when I was much younger and um, I don't have a memory of it but even my aunts on my dad's side you know they don't all go crazy about you know dressing up and lipstick and makeup it's, it's only I think when I started going to school and the girls around me were maturing and and everyone was getting into makeup and I mean for goodness sake my best friend is a makeup artist and she taught me everything I knew about putting on foundation and eyeliner and I still don't do it often but when I thought back to you know what society says being a woman is I always had those those pictures in my mind you know being female meant that you, you know, wore a certain type of clothes and you walked a certain way and you talked a certain way. And while I was always reserved and, and graceful, and I still wanted to run around without a t-shirt like my boy cousins. And 
nowhere along the line did somebody in my life say it's normal to want to do what your boy cousins are doing like it it should not have been a line being drawn to decide the difference between what it was to be a girl and a boy at least in my opinion um you know i liked certain things and and other girls that i went to school with liked certain things and so now that i am actually a woman and i say actually a woman because i think there's a period of time where you go from being a girl to being a woman but now that i'm a full blown woman and i'm going on this journey to explore what it means to be a modern caribbean woman i wanted to take this time to define what it meant for me to be a woman I want to share an example with you of a conversation that my boyfriend and I had a few years ago in in our relationship. We came home from work one evening. Um, he came over for the evening and we were talking about having dinner. And at some point it came up that, you know, there is a notion that a man gets home and he is expecting a meal on the table. And I think back to my life experiences. For all the women in my life, I have to say that they all had that um, quote-unquote domestic role. My grandmother, who I will call Granny, Granny was always there. She was always home. You could always expect to find her at home. And when you got there, there was always something to eat. From the time that I know myself and, and from all my experiences with her, she was always in the kitchen. She was always cooking. So she was either making breakfast in the morning. She would take a break. She would make lunch. Even if she had to go to town to run errands, go to the bank, go to the grocery, go in the market to buy like fresh produce or anything, she would always come home in time to cook lunch or she would cook lunch before she goes. And it might mean that you won't get stewed chicken and callaloo and macaroni pie on those days. You might just get, you know, black eyed peas pilau, which I was never much a fan of. And I probably shouldn't even call it pilau. My, my Trini countrymen and women will, you know, chastise me for that. But she will always try to cook in time for lunch. And if she's not going to be around, she will let you know that she's not going to be there. So everyone knows to go and sort themselves out for lunch. It would be a very rare occurrence that she wouldn't cook something. And again, she would be in the kitchen for dinner. And it might mean it's just bake or there's bread and all she has to do is set the table. But she always had that role of being there and, and placing a meal on the table and I think for me in that situation as much as I appreciated it and I loved it and I loved the idea of always knowing that she was there and she was always preparing something for us I also saw how the rest of people in her lives didn't necessarily you know appreciate it so mentally for me when I said to myself that I wanted to be a professional woman I didn't necessarily want to be a quote-unquote domestic woman um I guess the idea of having and and cooking and and being responsible for cooking every single meal 
was something that I immediately put it out of my mind that I was not going to do that. When we look at my other grandmother, her name is um, Mama Leah. So that will help differentiate between my two grannies. One is granny, one is Mama Leah. Mama Leah worked past retirement age, meaning because we came from an agricultural community up in the highlands of Paramin, for those of you who know where it is, she continued working. So when she was in the garden, her daughters were responsible for cooking. So my mom and my aunts, it was their responsibility to cook a meal or to ensure that there was something for my grandfather and my grandmother to eat when they got back in the house after being in the garden all day. When I was growing up, my mother, she actually said she made decisions. So my mother made the decision not to what what she would say, have me in the kitchen 24-7 because I had other things to do. I also think that when I look back to what my mother usually talked about, she saw her life and, and some of the things that she had to do as a burden, as maybe keeping her back. And she wanted to give me the opportunity to focus on my studies, to focus on... um. I guess, being different and, and having a different life that it wasn't mandatory for me to learn how to cook early the same way it was mandatory for her. So while my grandmother was still known as the woman who would make the best stew duck or the best curry wild meat or um, a different version of pilau that, you know, the pilau that comes with pigtail and everything, she was a great cook. She made an awesome coconut bake that I will forever miss now that she is no longer with us but she had some she had daughters who were in the house for a good period of time and were able to fill in that gap so for as long as I know myself the women in my lives were always cooking and always preparing the the table for everyone else in the household the men in the household, the other women in the household, the children in the household. And so because all the women in my life in some form or fashion served a domestic purpose and less of a professional purpose, I couldn't see the two coming together. So let's go back to where the story started with the conversation with my boyfriend. He made a comment about having a meal prepared. Now, in his defense, he wasn't telling me that he wanted or expected that. But in that moment, I said to him, and I think um, this is exactly what I said, but I literally said, if you feel you're going to come home and expect me to be in the kitchen every night, that is not going to happen. So you better stop thinking about it. Of course, that turned into an argument. Um, which we're not going to touch on today. But looking back on that comment, I always go back to it because I realized that I wasn't necessarily saying that I will never cook a meal for you. 
and I love to cook and I love to entertain and prepare for others and, and see others take joy in something that I have prepared for them to eat. Because again, if you look back to my, to my childhood, food and love and coming together and, and doing something for others showed, um, your affection, right? So it's not that I never wanted to do it. And, and I love to cook for him. I, I, I love to cook for others. But in that moment, I think it was me trying to say without knowing it that for me and for the for a professional life that I wanted, I was not going to be that person who, who was always in the kitchen and always preparing for others and not living my life. You know, I wasn't going to let the domestic parts of life completely consume me. So when I think about being a woman and what it means, and we will hopefully explore this throughout this journey, you know, being a homemaker versus being a working woman versus being a stay-at-home mom who's also a homemaker, I think womanhood in itself is so diverse when it comes to what it is and really just comes down to you your choices the decisions that you make and what you want out of life it doesn't mean that one thing or the other is any different but I wasn't able to consolidate those ideas a few years ago and I'm glad that now I don't see I no longer see that preparing and and that those domestic actions as anything that defines or hinders my womanhood or the life that I want for myself. Instead, I just understand that it's a part of life and somebody has to do it. It just so happened that because women were mainly at home, they were the ones that that did it, right? But it's the same way that I will expect that if the roles are reversed, that if a man is at home and he is being the homemaker that he would prepare dinner because why would I work hard all day to come home and then prepare a meal? It has to be a joint effort. Outside of all the things that that are involved in in what we describe a woman to be and how a woman should look and how a woman should talk and and what type of job she should have and if she should have a child or not and is it her choice or not and is her body her choice or not all of those things that come with womanhood i think one of the important things to consider moving forward is let's not let's not assume that your gender or your sex determines who you are as a person I think we should first look at who you are as a person and the labels that come along with it just comes along with it. If you'd like to cook, cook. If you don't like to cook, don't cook. But don't say I'm not going to cook just because I don't want to be domestic. I think that's a different thing altogether. And so as we move forward and we think about what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a modern woman and what it means to be a modern Caribbean woman in particular, I think we will learn a lot about each other. We will learn about what that means and who she is, who is that modern Caribbean woman. And I look forward to this journey. I really look forward to learning from others, from their experiences, from hearing their experiences and also understanding what it looks like from the other side. I want to encourage you to 
share this podcast with someone who you think needs to hear it, not dropping any hints. I hope that you give me some feedback. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let me know what are some of the things you want to discuss. And I invite you to go on this journey with me as I discover myself, as I learn and as I explore what it means to be a modern Caribbean woman. This is Samantha Sangster. I hope you had a great listen today. I want to thank you and I'll see you in the next episode.